And here's the fundamental term. Judaism, what Hashem was offering, was not what you should do. It was a relationship of the deepest, most passionate, most loving, most vibrant, most attached way possible. And 80% of Judaism is not to turn your mitzvahs. It's developing that. It's to love Hashem. It's to be overflowing with the passion. It's to be in awe of Hashem. It's to want to follow Hashem. And it's to give your heart and soul to Him in everything you do. So then where are mitzvahs? And then mitzvahs are part of that. So now you guys talks about Judaism. You talk about it in that terms. It becomes something totally different. And welcome to Torah Talks Chazak's Tuesday night program with a special guest. We have with us all the way from Memphis, Tennessee, Rabbi Yeshua Nisan Shlita Baruch Haba. Welcome. Thank How's the so Rav much. doing? Hashem, Hashem. Uh, huge, huge chos. And now we're beyond it. The merit is all you ours. Got, you got to show me some of the tzaddikim, tzaddikim <laughs> that are going on. Yeah, mamish. I'm jealous. That's what I say. I'm jealous. I'm starting off this. Talk jealous. I'm oh. kind of you, your Elamaba, and all the Haley Gehefer here. I, I can't fathom Rabbi what's Nisan, going on here. Just the energy that you're giving over. We're, we're, we're Makana of that. <laughs> we're going to get some of it today. I'm, I'm, I'm borrowing it. I'm saying any, any, anyone out there wants to feel what Elamaba feels like, walk into this place and you're going to smell the <laughs> rain of Ghanaian. Yeah, everyone's welcome. I'm serious. They're, they're turning over the world. They're saving our children. Rabbi Yosho Nisan, meaningful. All of Amis, all the Jewish people, she here but start with only good news. Amen. So, so Rabbi Nisa, we're going to be speaking about meaningful Judaism, which is uh, an important topic, an exciting topic. But before we get to the topic, a little background of the rabbi and the, the great work you're involved with. All right, I'll give a little background. Basically, if you really want to have a defining point uh, to, to, to categorize me, maybe best said is my grandfather, my wife's, fa- my mother's father, is my father's Rebbe. Shlemetorsky was a Rav Rebel Makobo Paisik in Denver. The Rabbi Tursky <coughs> dynasty. Yeah, all the Tursky's, ah. you know, Rabbi Dr. Abraham J. Tursky is my great uncle. So this, this Mahalach, which is maybe the amazing. synthesis of two worlds, the Hasidish ah. and Litvish world, and bring it all together, Av of and Avoidus Hashem, that, that's, I grew up on that, and I, I, I hope that maybe I could borrow a crumb of it. And, uh, and and try I and live it out. In the rabbi, yeah, yeah. It's, it's there. It's there. I don't deny it. It's my zchus. So that's what it is. So I went to Baruch Hashem. I went to Litvish yeshivas. I went also to Hasidish yeshivas, blending all together. And Chaste Hashem, seven years ago, we opened up a kailo in Memphis, Tennessee. Why? Because there's Jews in Memphis, Tennessee. That's why. Because I should know the answer. Okay. The Wherever answer the Jews, is, we're right, gone. The, you got to go where the Jews are. You got to help the Jews. So Baruch Hashem, we went there. I tell you, tremendous chizik, places and people who thought, are people going to, to turn up to come learn with the kailo? People going to, what, what's their yeah, background? What yeah. do they know? What have they been exposed to? We showed up, no, no gimmicks, no nothing fancy. We brought Tyra and we said, we want to teach you Tyra. We want to teach you about Hashem. We want to learn with you. We want to grow with you. And people came knocking down. Wow. It's just the people from the bathroom to the oldest. I'm telling you, I learned with a group that guy that is over 90 years old. I'm telling you how Levi, you and I, should make the life changes he made in his upper 80s. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Staggering. So 
The neshamas of Kali Yisrael are alive, the Torah is alive, and Chas Hashem, we play some little role in, in making a shidduch between the two, and, and just see unbelievable things, and, and Baruch Hashem, I, I feel I've grown gotten a little closer to Hashem in the process, and, and to me, oh, that's Hashem the biggest Chaz truth. Hashem. So, so Rabbi, uh, meaningful Judaism, how does one make his Yiddishkeit, his Judaism, meaningful, exciting, oomph, as they say in English? <laughs> uh, so Rabbi Yaniv, <coughs> you, you know, you know that this is a meaningful topic to me. You know that this means a lot to me. I see the rabbi lives it. So honestly, I would say this is a life, a life journey, honestly, of, of mine. And I feel that this is the Messiah that we have from the previous generations is to have a Yiddishkeit that is so real and so palpable and so vibrant that you, you would never sell it for all the money in the world. And the question is just, how do we get that? What does that even mean? Yes. I, I, I would say the olive base. Let's hear. Yeah, let's All right, here's the it. secret. <laughs> what does it mean? What, what does it mean? And then I said the olive base. The olive base is the first the start. Is, yeah, before we get into the, how what we could do practically, I think the starting point is we have to ask ourselves, what is Yiddishkeit? And that's true. Yeah, because if you have a two-dimensional Yiddishkeit, then the maximum it'll ever be is two-dimensional. That's right. So the question is for us, not for anybody out there, now, I'm not, I'm serious. <laughs> not for anybody out there. For you and I. Okay. Is what is our Yiddish guy? What is Judaism? What is it? The do mitzvahs. That's always the answer you come up with first. Do mitzvahs. And a hundred percent, you got to do mitzvahs. But is that all Yiddish guy is? Pshat is Hashem needed a coffee. Is that Pshat? <laughs> Hashem needed a coffee. So he hired you to get him a coffee. Is that what he called? He hired you to get him a coffee. Hashem doesn't need anything. Why did Hashem give mitzvahs? What's going on behind the scenes? What's the bigger picture of Yiddish guy? I'm not going to throw Nesib Shams at you. I'm not going to throw Bashemtivs at you because you won't believe me then. I'm going to throw a Masil Sasharm at you, my friends. <laughs> you have to know the Ramchal. This is Alav Beis Yiddishkeit. Anybody who doesn't live with the Masil Sasharm doesn't have the foundation. Moshe Chaim Lutzato. Moshe Chaim Lutzato wrote the Masil Sasharm. If you didn't read it yet, go out, right away. get a copy, and buy it. That's, that is not do. Just start reading it. But he writes in his introduction, what is Judaism? He also writes that nothing's new. Everything is. Everybody says, I'm not going to say anything new, right? Yeah, okay. This is, he didn't realize how little we were going to know. That's it. He didn't realize who was coming in the future generations. But he says, I'm not saying chedushim. You just have to remind yourself what what these truths, and then you'll become a great Jew. What is Yiddishkeit? So he okay. says, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. He says, I'm going to tell you what Moshe Rabbeinu said in the Torah, which means Hashem said already what the Yiddishkeit is. Okay. I brought a copy here. Let's here we it. go. I don't know this by heart. Okay. <laughs> so he says, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu said. You Jewish people, what does God ask of you? So this is it. What's he asking? What What did he come to give you? Yes, uh, well, don't you wish they it? wrote it? Uh, they did write it. Okay, you, okay, you just have to read it. Okay. To fear, but to fear Hashem, which is to have awe of Hashem, appreciation of His greatness, as he goes on to say. To follow in His paths means to emulate Him the way Hashem acts, you try and act. To love Him. To serve Him with all your heart and soul. That's all the passion. Every ounce of your being to just be invested. I care about one thing. Hashem. I just care about loving Hashem. I just, I'm in awe of Hashem. I want to emulate Hashem. I want to follow Him where He goes. I go. This is so far what we listed. And that's four things already. That's right. So far we didn't even mention mitzvahs. All right. But don't worry. This mitzvahs. This mitzvahs. Don't worry. You're not wasting your life. Okay. And there's a fifth thing. Lishmar es mitzvahs. Hashem es Keep the mitzvahs. So it comes out something that is actually truly mind-blowing. 
if a person could show up, and they can't happen, but let's say a person came and showed up and said, I kept every mitzvah, I never did an Avera, but they never did any of the other things that we spoke about just now. A perfect, perfect Jew. Every mitzvah, not one Avera. 613. 20% of Judaism. Wow. Does that, that blow your mind? 20%. <laughs> so a guy gets up in the morning and all he's focused on is just doing, doing what Hashem said to do, which is a beautiful thing and you should stay committed to that. But if a person, that's all he has, he has 20% of what Hashem tried to give him. 20%. What's the other 80% of Judaism? Is really what tells you the mitzvahs are supposed to be too. Which is what the Ramchal writes later in the first chapter, is to be dovuk to Hashem is to be connected cling, and bonded, connect. cling in the deepest way that Yiddishkeit, and here's the fundamental term, Judaism, what Hashem was offering, was not what you should do, was not slave labor, wasn't paid labor, it wasn't any of that. It was a relationship of the deepest, most passionate, most loving, most vibrant, most attached way possible. That's just an unbelievable thing. And 80% of Judaism... It's not the Torah Mitzvahs. It's developing that. It's to love Hashem. It's to be overflowing with the passion. It's to be in awe of Hashem. It's to want to follow Hashem. And it's to give your heart and soul to Him in everything you do. So then where are Mitzvahs? But in Mitzvahs are part of that. Zot Ram Chal, Mitzvahs are the Dvekas. So now you guys talks about Judaism. You talk about it in that terms, it becomes something totally different. You talk about Shira Shirim, Kodesh HaKadoshim. Everyone should read Shira Shirim at least once in your life. Go take it out, read it, it in Hebrew and English. <laughs> do it every Friday, right? right. You got to read it. And you're reading words about loving Hashem. You're reading words that are of the most romantic relationship, P- picturing Hashem as the love of your life. It's not as if, because Hashem is the love of our life. This is what I'm trying to tell you, my friends. Hashem could be your best friend and the love of your life. Is it possible? Yeah, if we begin a Judaism that tries to create Passion. the 80% that's, that, that we haven't yet focused on. If we take the, the 20%, which is the mitzvahs, and we say, how is that part of the bigger picture of the full devakis closest with Hashem? I say, yo, every mitzvah, you could, you could view it totally different. Imagine you got, you got a note from somebody that you love so dearly. And they said, meet me on the corner of, right? What did I get? I got a text that told me where to meet you, right? Yeah. Here's cool. the address. Meet me here. What's that? What's that text? It's a to-do list. It's something I have to do. It's something I come and get paid for. No, it's your friend is saying, this is where you can meet me. When Hashem says, here's a mitzvah, come down in chakras with a minion and put on your tefillin, Hashem is saying, I want to hang out with you. You want to hang out with me? Let's have a date. Well, where should we meet? I'm going to tell you where (laughs) where to meet me. You know where you meet me? Meet me at the shul for chakras, put on your tefillin. We will be together. We'll spend 45 minutes together in the morning. It's a date. It's a romantic date. It's a Shira Shirim date. <laughs> and if a person puts it on because he thinks there's only 20% of Judaism, he just has to do it. And he shows up to do it. And let, let, let me get over it. Yeah, 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 let's, yeah let's do it. <laughs> even to get paid. No, I want to get paid. Okay, but how, 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 how fulfilling could that be? How rich could that be? But when you show up and you look, you walk in the room and you say, Hashem has been standing here, Kibiyachl, in this room, so to speak, waiting for me to show up. Because he organized this date for only one reason. He doesn't need any tefillin. He doesn't, need, he doesn't need nothing. The only thing he wants is me. So he's been waiting, waiting. 
And he made something called tefillin. And then he whispered it on our Sinai. There's something called tefillin. If you put on tefillin, <laughs> we'll hang out. This guy comes in, come into Davin. How do, you, how do you view that? It's a totally different experience. And it's not just the mitzvahs you do to view them as a date. But, but the 80% of Yiddish guy is to, de- to work on developing the 80%. To work on loving Hashem, thinking about Hashem throughout your day. The more you live with Hashem and the more you live this richer, dynamic Yiddish guy, where you have a relationship with your best friend, the love of your life, your father, your king, your everything. He's got everything in him. Everything's there. And you begin to develop a very, very real relationship. It's visceral. You feel it. And you each mitzvah, you appreciate that it's a moment with him. Then your, your Judaism starts to take on extra dimensions you, you never knew it had. So there's a meaningful Judaism. The first question is, what is Judaism? <laughs> this is Yiddishkeit. This is what the Ramchal is saying is Yiddishkeit. If we don't understand this, if we're not trying to live this, we're only living a fragment of Yiddishkeit. And that would explain why it feels dead. Powerful, powerful, so this, this, powerful. Is, this is the beginning. Rabbi Yoshua Nisan, this all sounds good, nice, good and dandy. Like, feel the passion, feel the energy. But tachis, when a person comes, you know, push comes to shove, how does one obtain that connection, no. that clinging? That, that's always the that. next question. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nice in theory. But before we say that in theory, I want to say one muscle because why? Because me talking the whole time, nobody's going to remember. People like parables. I'll tell you this muscle that the Toldus Yaakov Yosef said is a Talmud of the Valshemtev because people want to know, yes, Judaism is supposed to be passionate. You're making it sound like supposed to be, you see it's a Pusik. You see it's the Torah, all this I'm talking clear, about. Very clear. Yeah, but it doesn't happen automatically and you're right. So we have to talk about how to make it happen. But I just want to give one muscle. Please. Just to appreciate so that everyone who maybe could see this and will walk forward, the muscles stick in their head so they remember it's important. Let's say Bikitzer very, very briefly. Tolda said, the people said to him, Judaism is supposed to be so passionate. The Hasidim are saying it should be on, on fire. Where does it say in the Torah it should be on fire? Okay. Oh. So you could point to this Pasek that the okay. Ramchal said. But where does it say his Slav was fire, passion? So he said, I'll tell you a, 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 a mashal, a parable. He said, a guy went to the baker, said, I love your bread. Teach me how to make bread. I love the bread. Take, tell me how to make it. So he gave him a list, all the ingredients, instructions, everything. Guy calls him later in the day. He said, I followed your instructions to the T. It's not working. How could that be? Follow exactly. I say, yeah. I've never had anybody say it doesn't work. <laughs> he said, you know what? I'm coming over. I'm going to check see. this let out. Me, let me check I'm out. What's going out. on? I don't understand what's going on. He said, follow the instructions. Going through all the steps. Yeah, you Step put it in the one, net. You put it in the net. Yeah, all the things. So he said, what? It's not, it's not working. He said, let me check. Let me go look at them in the oven and see why it's not working. Opens the oven. The oven. It's cold. Oh. <laughs> Is the oven on? He says, the oven's not on. He said, you didn't turn the oven on? He said, you never told me to turn the oven on. I don't have to tell I you to turn the oven thing. on. I to ah. turn the oven on. If the oven's not on, you're not baking. What the told us is saying is very deep. The Torah didn't say openly that there needs to be a fire in your Judaism, a passion. Because in the Torah's world, it understands. Like there's no such thing as baking without an oven being on. There's no such thing as a relationship with Hashem. That doesn't have passion. You can't say you're involved in a connecting relationship with somebody and not care about them at the same time. The two don't make sense. So when Hashem said the Torah, and we look at it sometimes as a to-do list. So when you say, how do you know you have to do it with passion? It's not a to-do list. It's not at all. It's a book that's a love letter from Hashem to the Jew. And it says, I want to have a relationship with you. Here's how you're going to do it. 
20% you're going to do mitzvahs and you're going to realize them. And 80% you're going to work on the relationship and do all these things to make it real and deep. Does it have to be passion? Of course it has to be with passion. That's, that's what a relationship <laughs> is. That's what, and if, if anyone out there is wondering, is that really what a relationship is? Then you should go to a marriage counselor. <laughs> uh, that's what I would suggest because obviously that's what a relationship is, right? A relationship has to have that dynamic to it. And therefore this is really what Hashem came to give us. Something that's so incredible. I wish one day, Mitzvah Shema, I should be zeichet to feel it. If we would feel it, we would be drunk. We would dance in the street. Like the Kabrina said, from Ani Ledaidi Vedaidi Li. We say, I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. He said, a person could be drunk on that line. Okay? That's a line from Shira Shira. I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. That we say that, yeah, that we say that about Hashem. That I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. The Kabrina said, you could be drunk on that line. If we understood what we were saying, if we focused on it, if we thought about it, if we lived it. So you want meaningful Judaism, the first step is let's have Judaism. Let's realize what it is. Let's invest in the full 100% of what it is and begin to embark on, on, on what that means. Okay. Powerful. So Powerful. now you say. Amazing. Uh, just, um, I have to add about I the Chavetz yeah, Chaim, yeah, about, about the man, about, the, you know, in the desert there was the food. So whatever you thought about is what you got. So somebody asks, what if you didn't think about anything? So you got nothing. (laughs) Same thing with Judaism. You know, it's not just doing the mitzvot. It's also the passion, like the rabbi saying so beautifully, so eloquently. You're really already giving solutions. No, it's true. (laughs) As a rabbi on my, I could give you the rest of the time. No, 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 rabbi. (laughs) You're 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 telling passion. What are you saying? You're saying the thought you put into it is what you get out Ah. of it. And that's true. And that's, of course, really the next step, which is you're asking, how do you make it real? How do we do it? And the answer is, and there's a lot of detail to it. And then maybe before we get into detail, after we get into detail, we'll talk about the, the, the fundamental switch I think that everyone needs to make first. Yes. But yes, yeah, of course you're right. It's, there's no one solution. There's no one secret recipe. What does it take to build a relationship? What does it take to invest in something? What does it take to appreciate something? What does it t- take to make a moment magical? It takes a lot of things. And any one of them on a different day could work or not work, but obviously it's going to take time and it's how you think and the what thought you put into it, the space you give yourself to do it right, what you've learned beforehand to find out what is so special about Tvilin. Oh, the Malachim wanted that we shouldn't get that mitzvah. They wanted the Torah. So it's, it's got to be pretty special. Hashem came down from the biggest miracle in the world to give to give Nissan this Torah. It's got to be pretty amazing. It's got to be, right? Hashem doesn't give you cheap stuff. It's not a knockoff. If Hashem came down from Shemaim to give it, then you understand that it would be worth everything in the entire universe to get just a crumb of what the Torah is. So, so, so what does it take? So you, you got to learn the things that, that shed light on what that is. So there's many, and many people will be able to think, once you realize what you're shooting for, you open the Mishra Sharm and you open the Holy Svarm and the Holy Books and you begin to read and you begin to develop it. You'll develop things that you saw and you learned about and you apply and you'll develop your own. What makes something resonate for you? What makes it real? What makes it come alive? But I think the step before that, the step before that, everything else I would say, all these examples of what you could do, they're perish hadvarim. What does that mean? They're an explanation. They're an explanation after you make one crucial shift. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I'm serious. This is like a breakthrough for me. I've talked about this a lot. I feel about this a lot. I learn about this a lot. I think about this a lot. Try and make it real. I think recently this thought that Hashem Siyad crystallized for me, that this is the switch. 
And everybody who knows from Rav Weinberger knows he is, he's a Hasidic Shayid, and he is an emblem, I would say. An emblem of this type of Yiddish guy we're Queen's talking about. Queen's boy. <clears throat> yeah? That's right. Yeah. Through Chazak? I don't know if we were around back then. He's, he's, right now, when he talks, what he always he's always talking about this, the rich, deep, Yiddish guy, Judaism that we're looking for, the relationship with Hashem, what every mitzvah could be, how it could feel, how, how to invest in it, how to go through the highs and the lows, and the lot. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to pretend like I'm painting here, a, you know, a bed of roses that every day is perfect. No, but figuring out how the challenges of Yiddish guy are part of, part of that relationship and our our chance to connect with Hashem in their own unique way. Everything through the lens of the depth and beauty of this relationship, the Yedid Nefesh relationship, right? That Hashem's your best friend. He's the love of your life. The, the, the deepest part of your soul. Yedid Nefesh. Oh. The question is, when did, when did he become that? That's what he is now. When did he become that? So you might have thought he always was. I didn't know this, but he said this story over himself publicly, but I also asked him if I could say it. He said, no problem. <laughs> he said when he was younger, he was, in his words, a modern Orthodox boy with a yarmulke on his head that said Moshe that was made for him by a girl. Oh, wow. uh, so, can I know? That's what he said. That's where Hashem dropped him off. That, that's where his journey began. He said one Shabbos, they made a big week singles weekend retreat, Labor Day weekend. They rented out a hotel or whatever it was, and they went and made a huge weekend. Hundreds and hundreds of people there. He and his friend went as waiters. Not as singles. No, not as singles. <laughs> they were single, but they weren't. They were in the parish, I guess. Yeah, they went as waiters. Went to work. So much of Shabbos, the program was as follows: They were going to have a comedian, but it was the first night of slichas for Ashkenazim mm. before Hashanah. So they were going to do slichas, and then they were going to have a magician. So. If Moshe Weimager then, yeah, cleaned up after Shal Shudas, did whatever he needed to do as a waiter, and he and his friend went to go watch the show. Said, the comedian, come on. Great, that show finished. Then, Slichas. They start handing out the old booklets. You remember those? Yeah. They still say, you know, <laughs> the ones that, you know, you can find the place, can't ever find the place. Okay. <laughs> yes, there's somewhere in there. And, okay, so they were using the old, they handing out the little books to everybody, and, uh, but the, the, the energy between everybody, they're talking, and uh, they couldn't, they're shushing, shushing, they want to start to say, Finally, the guy who's running the event takes the microphone and yells into the microphone, if everyone can be quiet, then we can get this done with and move on to the next show. Show. Get that with the Get this done with and move on to the magician. Simple line, not a big deal, right? If everybody could be quiet, we could get this done with and move on to the next show. Pretty innocent line. For Moshe Weinberger, young modern Orthodox boy standing there in that room, he said, that line pierced him like a knife. He said, this man just defined my Judaism in that one line. Get it done with so we can move on to the next show. 
Get the slichas done with. Get the davening done with. Get the, the learning done with. The mitzvah done with. Get sukkahs done with. How do we get it done with so we can move on to the show? He turned to his friend who was with him and he said, I can't be here. He ran out. He ran to a tree by this pond over there. He ran over to it and he sat there. He couldn't, couldn't handle it. His friend came running out and said, what's the matter? So he said to him, what do you mean, what's the matter? Do you hear what he said? He said, I, I don't know what he said. He said, he said, can we get this done with so we can move on to the next show? He said, you know our Judaism we're living. Everything we do is just crammed in between two shows. Everything we do is just to get it done with so that we can move on with our own life. Move on with our next show. Just get Yiddishkeit out of our way. He said, I don't want to leave that Yiddishkeit anymore. I don't want that to be my Judaism. I can't, I can't, we can't let that be. We need a Judaism where the Judaism is the show. Ah. That is the main show. That's where we're invested. That's what we want to get to. So he said they spoke the whole night. Him and his friend. Him and his friend. And they ended with a pact that they would begin a journey to figure out how to live a Judaism, discover a Judaism that's not between shows. Wow. That's unbelievable. It made a big impression on me, this story. How do you live Judaism that's not between shows? And I not had to just get it over. Yeah, with. not get it over. I had this line. This is the clarity Hashem gave me in a conversation with a couple of high school guys. I said, there's one switch you need to make in life. The most fundamental, I would say maybe the most fundamental switch you can make. You could live your entire life and go to your deathbed. Living a Judaism where you do everything. But the whole way you do it, it's get out of it, Judaism. How do you get out of it? How do you get Hashem out of your face so you can go live your own life? What is Hashem doing? It's just annoying. I'm not going to not do it. And I also want to have a reward. But mostly, just get it done so I can move on with the show. That's one mahalach. That's a path. Unfortunately, a lot of us are on that path. So with one switch, though, you could transform everything. And that's to make the Rav Moshe Weinberger switch. To begin the journey of Rav Moshe Weinberger, which is to say, no, how do I get into it? Mm. How do I get into it? As long as you want to get out of something, it's not enjoyable. It's not. Now, when my son comes and shows me a magic trick, if it's during supper time and the things are flying, the baby's crying, it could be the most amazing magic trick in the world. I don't appreciate it. If he shows it to me an hour later, I'm like, whoa, it's an amazing trick. What's the difference? It's the exact same trick. You know what the difference is? Am I trying to get out of it? Then it will never be enjoyable. If I'm in, trying to get into it, then I could appreciate everything it is. And that's so fundamental. This switch. You show up to davening. You have two ways to show up. You show up to learning. You have two ways to show up. You show up to every mitzvah. You have two ways to show up. I'm not talking about you take more time, less time. I'm, not, I'm talking about the attitude. <laughs> Am I trying to get it done with so I can move on with my life? Then I'm telling you right now, unfortunately, I have bad news for you. You're never going to enjoy it. You can't. You can't enjoy things that you don't want to be there for. But if you say, how do I get into this? This is what Hashem came to give me. This is the date with Hashem. This is where Hashem said, I want to be doubled to you. I want to be connected to you. I want I want to be your best friend. I want this to be the I'm to my beloved. My beloved is to me. I want this to be the moment right now where we become just so connected, so close. I want it to feel that rich. This is what this moment is. And you step on, you say, this is it. How do I get into it? How do I tap into it? How do I want it? I want it. I don't want to live my life and I never, how do I get it? The second you switch that mode, Forget all the specifics of how you then go from there. That's what I said. Everything else, explanation, what you do after that. But that's the first step. But that step is what will lead to everything else. And if you don't make that switch, 
Nothing else, unfortunately, will help. Because as long as you're trying to get out of it, it could be the most inspiring lesson you ever heard. But as long as you want to get it out of your face, it will never be meaningful. But if you say, no, I want to get into this. I'm not saying we always have time to. We don't this. But it's an attitude. This is rich. This is meaningful. This is dear. This is precious. This is me and Hashem time. This is me and Hashem moment. And that's what all of life is for. This is the show. How can I make it more rich? And then once you're in that mode, once you begin that journey, then you'll say, I should probably learn this for him. I should probably learn the books that tell me what's so amazing. You'll go automatically because you're looking to do it. You'll say, I should probably give it more time because you're looking to get into it. It'll naturally, I should give it more time. You know, I bet you if I knew what the words mean, they'll come alive for me. All these thoughts happen after you make the switch. Yeah, the way exactly. a person wants is the way they're going to have divine. They're going to have siyata dishmaya yeah, for, sure. for sure. That's 100% true. You'll start to daven that things should be more meaningful ah, for you because you want it. You'll start to daven now. Hashem will open up things for you. You can't imagine that. I That I'll be made to. I've seen that myself. Hashem opens up doors you could not believe. When? When you make the switch that you want to get into it. You want the 100% Judaism. Not 20%. You want the Yiddishkeit that's with Hashem every moment. Not just when you do a mitzvah, when you walk down the street. When you're driving to Chazak headquarters. You want the Yiddishkeit where you're talking to Hashem the whole time. About how it should go. And that you should be zeichet to become close you to Hashem. Have relationship you should have a relationship. And it should be good Hashem. And it shouldn't be about your gaiva and your ego. What type of Yiddishkeit is that? That's 100% Yiddishkeit. That's a Yiddishkeit that is so alive and is so rich and is so meaningful. And you live every moment. You're never alone. You're with Hashem. And that only comes and it only begins to be uncovered the treasure of what Hashem gave us the Yedid Nefesh of Yiddishkeit begins to get uncovered when we flip that switch, when we begin the journey of Rav Moshe Weinberger Powerful. to become people who look for how to get into our Yiddishkeit. There's an amazing line I, I, I it connects very very well it's not to just go through it but to grow through it. Every opportunity we have is to grow and get Connected closer to Barrel, I'm talking to Jericho to God Almighty. And uh, powerful story. So yes, it's true. an unbelievable story. It's right? an unbelievable story. Sure I'm <laughs> serious. I, I can't get that story out of my mind. You know, a lot of Chaverim, a lot of friends uh, that are in his Kehila, and just seeing them, you know, the amount that they've grown yeah. spiritually, it, it shows that that. And, 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 you know what's amazing? Maybe, maybe the most inspiring part of the story is, you know, you could get up and you could say, switch that mode, change modes, become that. You're walk. You're watching somebody, and you could go and you could listen to his shurim, and you could listen to his lectures, and you could go to his show, and you see someone who's living that full Yiddish guy, and you know that that they had to make the journey there. And that to me, that's the biggest inspiration to tell you that it's open to everyone. Everyone is invited. Hashem invited everybody. This is what Hashem wants to give us and gift us. And it's invited. And you don't have to. Don't feel bad if you don't have it yet. Don't feel bad if you grew up in a home that didn't give it to you. It's always going to be a journey. That's what I for. It's a that work in progress. A, it's a journey. But look what we could have. Follow his example. Follow the example of all the tzaddikim that, that pushed, and you got to push, that pushed and gave to this and walked out so wealthy and rich with the deepest connection to their Yiddish guy that they would never give up, not a moment of it. Make, all the money in the world. Once you it all starts it. with that switch. I want to add two things, Rabbi Nissan. Yeah, Number one is that the, 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 the way to connect to Barrel, I'm another way. Uh, obviously, the main way is... Uh, uh, the Chinuch says, I believe, after the actions, doing it many times, the heart comes. Well, many times people feel like, oh, you know, I don't have a desire yet 
for such a thing. But after doing the actions and pushing and encouraging, it comes. That's one. Right. And number two, uh, how do you cling to Hashem? As we know, the rabbi mentioned the Ramchal is uh, the word mitzvah. Which is, uh, you know, a positive commandment and doing good things. Uh, if you do Adbash, which is basically the first letter, we all know Aleph and Taf and Beis and, and, and Shin, etc. It interchanges. So the word mitzvah is Yud. The Mem is Yud. And then Tzadik is Hey. And then you already have a Vav and Hey, which is God's name. So every time we do a mitzvah, we're connecting, clinging to Hashem. So the more we do mitzvot, but again, like the Rabbi said, not just doing it, but to do it with that passion and that meaningful feeling has a very big effect on a person. Maskin? hundred percent agree with you. <laughs> you got to show up when you feel it, when you don't feel it. Yeah. And like we Push. said, and the more you go through it, then the more it becomes alive. And, and don't expect magic in one moment. It just, it's just don't stop don't the stop. journey. Keep, don't stop looking for that. If you keep looking for that, then it's a shame. I, I think we'll all be zeichen more and more 100%. to taste more and more. So Rabbi, so many beautiful, inspir- inspiring messages by Rabbi Nisan. Such a pleasure to have you on the program, <laughs> on, on, on Torah Talks, Chazak's yeah. Torah Talks. We have a Minaga custom, a final message. If, uh, you know, uh, if the Rabbi could uh, give us that. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give you a final message. Maybe it's connected, maybe it's not. And uh, I'll give you this final message. Okay. It's a story. Can oh, be a story. We love stories. Yes. It's a story that's very close to my heart. <laughs> okay. yeah, this, a story. this is a story. <laughs> and I think this is a guiding story for every one of us. I was once invited way back before I was in any of this. I was just learning in yeshiva. They invited me. They made a Kiruv Shabbos. It was going to have a lot of people there from the college in, in Baltimore. And they weren't religious at all. They were going to come spend one. They come Friday night for a meal and, and davening in the, in this, uh, in this place over there. I think it was called Eitzchayim. Maybe it was the Kiruv Center over there. And they invited me to come davening with them. So I showed up early. So I was already in the show. I was davening. In the middle of davening, I stepped out to, uh, you know, to use the facilities. And I walked out. And in the show, there were some people there, but it wasn't a huge, huge, huge crowd. I walked out and there in the lobby, I saw tons of these college boys and girls to the lobby, there in the in the base medrash, there's a rocking Kabbalah shop is going on. We're singing, we're dancing, and here in the lobby, tons of them just sitting there shemuzing. And my heart fell. My heart fell, and I realized they're going to go back, and they're going to say, "We did it. They told us to show up for Shabbat. We showed up. We showed up. You know what? It's not impressive. It looks very much like college. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I so, it so hurt me. Go one room over. Go, go. We invited you, but you, you can just come here and sit and schmooze. You see, yeah. And I, I, it occurred to me right then, a mushal. I said, you know what? The Torah is like a treasure map. Mm. It tells you the direction and it tells you the X marks the spot. So imagine a guy shows up, follows the treasure map, stands on the X and goes, there's nothing here. <laughs> like, what a rip off. What a fake has in the map is a fake. There's nothing here. You say, tipish, don't be a fool. You got to dig. Oh. The X tells you where to dig. But without digging, you're only going to see dirt. If you dig, you see the treasure. They showed up. They didn't try to dig, though. They didn't see anything. If they would have showed up and said, where do we dig? They would have seen Shabbat. Uh. And they would have been blown away. The truth is, every one of us is that college kid. Hashem gave us the Torah. Hashem gave us everything we spoke about today. And there's a treasure map. And it tells you how to get there. It tells you where to stand. tells you what mitzvahs to do. tells you what to read, everything. The treasure map tells you where the treasure is. But then we got to dig. If we don't dig, we see dirt. If we begin to dig, if we invest in it, then we find the treasure Hashem's trying to give us. We should all be zeicher 
to find that treasure and live with the simcha and passion and ava and yira of that beautiful treasure and or of Hashem and devekus with Hashem. We should all be zeichet to that. Mm-hmm. And with that, go out to greet Mashiach Tzikain and B'meir of the Amen. Amen, Rabbi Yoshua Nisan. Words of chizuk, of inspiration. Powerful. Love it very, very much. Thank you so much to have the rabbi on the program. Uh, wow. I'm sure everyone was inspired as much as I was. And uh, a lot of chizuk, meaningful Judaism, Rabbi Yeshua Nisan from Memphis, Tennessee, formerly from Queens and Farakway. That's right. Baruch Hashem. And it's a big uh, honor to have the rabbi thank down you. here and to give us the inspiration. We want to thank all of you for joining in. Chazak's Torah Talks, Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, chazak.org slash live. Special thank you to all the podcast players and especially to our friends on Torrent Anytime for hosting our podcast and all the Chazak Shirman events. Uh, special thank you to Daily Giving, a dollar day goes a very far away. Very much appreciative to uh, their support. And uh, we encourage everyone to get involved with the Chazak Revolution. Dedication opportunities are always available for Chazak events, Shirim lectures, but most importantly, the Hatzalat Nefashat Department, the, the saving of lives, whether it's uh, after school programs, Sunday school programs, teens division programs, our Yeshiva placement division. So please uh, reach out to the organization, info at chazaq.org. And once again, thank you, Rabbi Nissan. Thank Amazing. you. Thank you, Rabbi. Ah, really. Powerful.